Ooh, it's the Trudy Monk from the Monk Show with me and another guy <laughs> who is uh, is ostensibly ill with hay fever this week. So you'll be looking forward to hearing at least one of us go and a lot of yeah, yeah. It'll just be like watching a movie surrounded by the general public. How are you, Damien? I am absolutely fucking wonderful. I'm feeling fat and sassy of this Sunday morning. So Damien's it, it suffering Sunday, from right? hay, yes, Damien's <laughs> suffering from hay fever, what he claims to be hay fever. But you sound drunk to me. Ah, uh, well, a little from column A, a little from column B. Yeah, is it a bit of Ny- no. Nyquil? <laughs> rubbing through. Uh, yeah, I have not been using the dra- you know, the non-drowsy medications. So if at some point there's, you, you will hear of my computer crashing, it will be my head depressing 20 of the keys all at once for an extended period of time because I have collapsed on my computer. Yeah, because you, you were using the non-drowsy medications, so that just means you're dead. <laughs> That's ketamine. Why, no. <laughs> why would you ever use the non-drowsy medication? That's the best bit. Ah, uh, you see, because um, it's it's twenty p cheaper, and I am fucking tight fisted with that kind of stuff at the moment. Oh, so you you pay twenty p to be drowsy? Oh wait, no, no, the fucking oh, oh, you see, you see, that's the mistake I've already made. I, like I can't get my words straight. It's, no, it's the drowsy kind. Okay, it's the non non drowsy kind. There's no caffeine in this shit. <laughs> that's what it actually says. It's got like you know on the box. It's got you know cold away max strength brackets <laughs> the drowsy kind. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> Comatose, fucking comatose blend. Would you sleep now, please, kind? <laughs> no more noise. No more breathe. Enough breathe. I work in an environment where they're constantly fucking passing around pathogens like fucking trump cards. So I don't know. It. I just. I presumed that I just picked up yet another fucking terrible, terrible disease from the bathroom at work. Sounds like hepatitis C to me. I, I kind of prefer that I, I, to um, my, 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 basically my gene is just getting weaker in my ever advancing age. I never thought I'd have to live with any kind of allergies. I've always turned my nose up at those who do have them. You know, this reminds me. And now I could be off the ranks. We actually got a piece of fan mail this week addressed to you. Three days later. Uh, so I found it and it says, okay. um, it says, Dear Damien, if your wife got AIDS, would you just get AIDS too? Yours, Ridley Scott. <laughs> hmm, I don't think that's very appropriate to go as Ridley. Oh, no, it's rather not. I, it's I'm a sure, very personal question. I'm not sure that's any of your business there, Mr. Scott. I mean, I, 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 I can answer the question. Um, I have no qualms about that. I think he, he definitely overstepped the bounds of propriety with his question. Yeah. But I will I'll put myself on my answer on record. So we're, Is that, well, that, we're respectfully saying, no. go and fuck off and eat some bread, Ridley Scott. You know, and make your cracking films, <laughs> but fuck off and do it elsewhere because you've stepped over the line with Damien asking about that. Mm. And probably Exodus as well. Um, but uh, no, I, I would, I would probably try and uh, circumvent the AIDS. I, uh, but I do have every suspicion that the wife would probably take it upon herself um, to kind of some kind of hypodermic jiggery pokery mm. um, while I would sleep. Um, Oh, so there she would no, give you AIDS. She would. I think she would that, yeah, Eric Cartman you. Would she? Yeah, there's no way. There is no way that she'd be slept with a death sentence. I mean, you know can that. I just say it's bizarre that you would think that your wife would want to do this to you, so she would have to use a hypodermic needle. Like, if she's gonna, <laughs> if she sleeps next to you, it's gonna be very easy to give you AIDS. Oh no, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, she, she'll be sleeping in a fucking bag, you know, in a, in a cupboard or something. This is no fucking way. Okay. Well, good. I mean, do you know? <laughs> you know I, I remember the whole thing about super AIDS. You know, like you can you can have two colds at once. You can have two AIDS at once. Right. Okay. And does that? I, I pre- presumably it speeds up the disease, like you know, by a hundred percent. No. You, you, well, no, no. But I mean, I don't know. I guess it. Dep- yeah, maybe if you get two of the same type, but maybe like one, you get like head AIDS, and the other one, yeah, it's just okay. like I've just got a, got some AIDS on AIDS on my throat. <clears throat> Oh, I didn't know that. So, if, if do you reckon there's so, there's got to be someone out there that's been slapped with this, you know, terrible, terrible, you know, life-shattering affliction, right? But they've tried to see the best in it, and they think, right, oh well, I, I, it turns out I've got AIDS. But what I can do with my remaining time, 
No, it's not I like mean, that. It's not a death sentence anymore, I don't think. No, 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 no. But do, do you not reckon, right, if you can accumulate AIDS, there's someone there that thinks that, right, I'm going to get myself in the Guinness Book of Records, right? And just fucking, he's, he's just creeping around the fucking hospital wards and he's just trying, you know, bed to bed to bed to bed. And he's, he's, you know, he's, he's up to about, you know, 18 at the moment. <laughs> 18 different AIDS. Do you reckon? There, there must be a guy like that out there. Right, I mean, if that's the case, someone, someone, right, in that position is going to be twisted enough to kind of go, right, let's fucking, let's really fucking get balls deep in this motherfucker. And that's Daniel and I... Fox of Shakespeare Crescent coming in, having the most AIDS. <laughs> because they're from Bradford as well. <laughs> Just pipping to the post some poor Somalian prostitutes. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know it's true. You know it's true. Yeah, <laughs> the person with the most. We're not saying that there's a lot of AIDS in Bradford, but it's probably concentrated. <laughs> <laughs> Only one motherfucker has got. <laughs> He's got all of it. <laughs> Enough for the county. I think we should send this episode to the Sonys. <laughs> Chang and Ang, who have the the store down there, uh, oh, the they, wouldn't have, big, they, wouldn't, they yeah. wouldn't have big and tall. They'd just have I don't know, moo-moos. That's, that's the only thing you could wear if you were a Siamese twin, isn't it? A moo-moo. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I suppose so, but I mean, even so, you know, custom fit. It's a bit of a ball leg. It might you might just be better just cutting, you know, an extra hole in a bed sheet or something yeah. like that. You don't like the way Hasidic Jews have sex. Is it Hasidic Jews? Certain sorts of Jews. Did you know? I that? mean that that isn't. I have, yeah, I have no idea. Do so, enlighten me. That's some sort of weird, weird blanket racism. Um, <laughs> well, we may as well go for it before. It... No, did you not know? There's a certain sort of. I mean, I know this because of Curb. All right, so I'm not an anti-Semitic. There you go. How could I be? Although I don't like Seinfeld, so you know. Go, go please, do, do enlighten me. I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. So it's in, like a story in, time with in, George. In Seinfeld, no, not in Seinfeld. In Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David wants to have sex with uh, this Jewish woman he, who like does his laundry or something, and someone tells him, oh, because she's this, this sort of, you know, I don't know, orthodoxy or whatever, they can only have sex through a blanket they can't touch each other so so you know so i'm taking that as as gospel okay, well not as gospel enough. as you know as as talmud take... <laughs> did you just make up a word there <laughs> or have i really you know fucking pin myself to the wall with that i mean I, I i do know a bit of hebrew but i think it's only hello or goodbye and it's only to a superior officer so. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to everybody who guessed that the film that I had taken the quote from last week, or the two quotes from, was Bus. <laughs> a film that is somewhat set on a bus that can't slow down because if it does, it will explode. Everyone knows what Bus is. I'm not going to explain the, the plot behind Bus. Wrong! Sandra Bullock is just a lady on a bus, but she's also a Red Sox. That's a sports team, and that is important, and she's always smiling. So she's riding this bus because she's not a very good driver, and that's actually a very important character development in the next one. And she's riding on the bus, and oh no, it's got a bomb on it, but that's okay. Keanu Reeves is a bomb guy, but not one that knows about bombs, but one that does know about buses. And he gets on this bus, and he tells everyone that everything is going to be top of the pops, even though he knows it might not be, because he's good like that. Previously, we've seen Keanu Reeves, and he's had an altercation with, what's his name, not Dustin Hoffman, but he's good like that. He was in Blue Velvet, and he uses his fingers a lot. And that was all about a retirement plan dispute, but it got properly nasty, and Keanu Reeves had to shoot a bloke in his leg, and for good reason. And that bloke that he shot in his leg was his friend. So you can imagine just how nasty it got. Properly nasty. So Dustin Hoffman hates Keanu Reeves, so he set this bomb to blow up a bus because, you know, you, you see a lot of people with trench coats on buses. But this bomb will go only, uh, only off after the bus goes under 50 miles an hour after going over 50 miles an hour. And, like, when we get to the bus with Keanu Reeves, like, not us, but, like, the camera, but not, like, the cam, you know, like, us behind the camera, like, through the camera, when we get there with Keanu, 
the bus has only just got on the freeway, Damien. So, you know, I had I said Sandra Bullock isn't a very good driver. Well, she only ends up as the one driving the bloody bus with the bomb on it. And then it jumps over a bridge and everyone gets off, even the floppy dude from Ferris Bueller's, which I am glad about because I do like him. And he did look like he was quite a bit nervous. So it was kind of like, building, you know, except for an old lady who had it coming because she, she tried to get off early. And although you can't blame her because old people's nature is to stand up as soon as possible, you know, wait, even though it's right, ridiculous, even though you've just stopped, you know, it's clearly going to be another two, three minutes and you can stand up. It's kind of like that, but it's not bad because it wasn't Sandra Bullock or Keanu Reeves. And she, she kind of, I mean, it's not good, but, you know, she kind of had it coming. So whatever, really. Then Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves have to deliver about $4 million to a bin, except it's not a bin. It's a secret passage to the subway, and it's probably even more because of inflation, because it was like in the 90s that this was made, you know. Then Sandra Bullock chops off Dustin Hoffman's head, not a religious thing or anything. Good for her, really, because he was a, he was a nasty piece of work, you know. But then she becomes Keanu Reeves' girlfriend, even though she later decides it's too dangerous. Not that he probably cares. He can probably do better. Trinity can probably drive better anyway. And your ankles are fat. You heartless slapper. Your ankles are fat. You've got fat ankles, you slapper. And that's bus. Do you know the, the song that they used for the Chew It ad? You know, I like to chew it, chew it. I like to yeah. chew it, chew it. You know. Well, you know the original video of that? So I don't know what the song's called. You know, I like to do it, do it. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Well, that guy looks the, like the spitting image of Sandra Bullock in this. Nowhere else, but in this film, for some reason, she looks a lot like that guy. Okay, I have to... All right, I mean, I'm going to have to derail here because I have to have a look now. I like to move it... Was it... <laughs> yeah. like to move, move it video, Sandra Bullock, obviously. Yes! Yes! Like right? Yes, yes, a little... Yeah. Soft features, wearing a lot of white there. It's Maybe it's yeah. the the spectacles as well. She it's was. enough to obscure. It's enough to obscure his eyes. So yeah, you can possibly. Yeah, you can get away with it. It's weird. Yeah, and her dreads as well. That was part of it, I guess. <laughs> and skin pigmentation. It's really <laughs> weird that fucking Sandra Bullock decided decide to kind of black up for this role. It was very unnecessary because you know she's so obviously playing quite quite you know like an early twenties white girl. Living down in downtown LA, it was it was a very poor fucking choice. I mean, honestly, again, to be honest, I sort of disagree. I think she could have got away with it if she hadn't done the Jamaican accent. That was the bridge <laughs> too far for me. Oh, I, you know, I, I think I would tolerate Sandra Bullock's voice more if she was doing a Jamaican accent. In all fairness, I mean, it's supposed to be a joke, but I would I'd easily fucking accept that than than well having to see her doing anything of her normal fucking repertoire on fucking screen. I decided, I don't know if we were talking about this on the podcast, I kind of feel like it was just, it was off mic, but I was fucking, we were shitting on Bird Box, and I just, I, I said, well, my huge gripe was with the movies, not necessarily we how sh Shitting on garbage. the movie, not a Bird Box. <laughs> yeah, well, my free time, I don't have to fucking answer for that shit. <laughs> uh -huh. But I, I couldn't get, I wasn't lamping the movie for, uh... The quality of it, which was obviously, you know, well below par. It's just like Sandra Bullock's voice. I, whenever I, I hear or see that in a movie... It, it was you see, that, that, that's funny because the only thing I can imagine her saying is when they're on the train at the end of Speed and uh, Dennis Hopper's about to kill Keanu Reeves and she knocks the gun or whatever out of his hand and she goes, Not to dear Bumbaclat! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, th this movie basically is just... A, a string of all these fucking lines that just don't fucking land. Not one of them fucking lands. They are so bizarre. Sorry, we're we talking about speed again. Yeah, we are. We're talking. Yeah, no, yeah. we're not talking about speed. We're talking about we're bus. <laughs> I, thought we, I thought you were talking about bird box for a second. Then no, I'm talking about what I don't like about Sandra Bullock. I, it's her voice, and I figured <laughs> I don't, I don't like the, the way she talks. I don't like the way she talks, but I figured out why it is, and it's because of this movie. There's one one of the many lines that, that falls flat is um, when the old lady tries to get off the bus, and you know she gets blown up and gets caught under the tires. It's fucking glorious, you know. We see her head, all the all the meat's just fucking pulled apart. All you yep. see, all the sinew yep. stretching, all the membranes just completely <laughs> collapsing. It's fucking glorious. And then Keanu Reeves has to like talk Sandra Bullock down because you know she's. You know, she's wigging out, basically. She's, well, and she's like, that guy, that guy who, you know, who, he's threatened to kill us all, he, he's an asshole. And they choose, and in, in such an extreme environment, that's how you choose to articulate your He's an asshole. Yeah, but, but what was she meant to do with that line? That line's written by a child. 
Uh, I know that. I, <laughs> I know An adult that. would have called him a, a, a clod or at least a bumper clod. Or something, something to do with, something to do with gauze. And in that moment, I've heard that before. It's like her voice is like if you took the voice of every girlfriend and just super collided it. It just has that nagging tone. And I've heard shit like that at the end of arguments when I've been talking girlfriends. It's like, yeah, all right, so yeah, I've been a bit of an asshole. It's like, yeah, you've been a big asshole. It's like, ah, in that moment, I had all these flashes of past relationships, and that's why I don't. That's why I cannot stand Sandra Bullock. It's like every time I've ever been henpecked. Mmm, tell me more. Do you get henpecked a lot, Damien? <laughs> you fucking know the answer to that question. And I'm not exp- I'm not gonna fucking I'm not gonna dump out my handbag on the podcast quite that much today. Maybe mm. next week. Depends if you know, if I get any more intimate questions over the uh, the fan chat. No, I mean I, I think in fairness to him, you know, fair play, I think Ridley Scott gave you a bit of a fucking uh, uh, an easy shot there, a bit of a curveball. Not a curveball, the opposite of a curveball, a very straight ball. I, are you telling me that I should be thankful to Ridley Scott because I still think he's fucking well overstepped his bounds and I'm not well, pleased. And, and all the, all that jewellery he bought you? Uh, well, it, well, he's obviously... Send it to the wrong fucking dress because nothing has made its way to me. I have not been compensated at all. I love the idea that you would woo someone and you'd be like, did you get the, uh, did you get the diamond necklace that I sent to you in the post? <laughs> by, by a DHL uh, you didn't a, uh, did, did the Hermes man deliver the platinum ring Damien say something about bus oh man no 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 no, no. <laughs> alright well <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev I like to move it move it white guy Annie get your gun and help Keanu out Star Seed Radio don't do that dial we all saw the the Mythbusters where Jamie was helping Adam dig his own grave and Adam was explaining that you, they needed to have a ramp. And you can see in the edit that they had a ramp with this fake bus. Not that, obviously, a bus. Would be, I mean, it'd be great if they actually did put Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves in a bus and said, like, we've done the calculations, and if you hit 55, you'll definitely clear it, probably. <laughs> Trust us. Trust us. If, or what if the, the bus jumps over, it clears the gap and then as soon as the wheels touch the tarmac it just explodes and as it explodes we sort of zoom out and then we see the glass of the tv we've been watching it through and it's keanu reeves with his feet up and like the james bond music plays and we realize that this is like a remake of you only live twice and he's just faked his own death in <laughs> for some reason in order to get in order to get on the boat in speed two <laughs> yeah, because as we all remember, boat opens with uh, Keanu Reeves basically being, you know, unbandaged. They bring him up on board. <laughs> unbandaged. It's a different fucking actor. <laughs> That's how they should have done it. That's how they should have done it. That's how they should do every Doctor Who. Like, have you noticed how every seven years I'm in a horrible acid attack and have to have my face reconstructed? <laughs> exactly how it works obviously they had a kind of breakthrough season with uh, this latest Doctor Who because they finally had a female Doctor Who and they uh, they cast it was a Katie Piper I do believe Katie Piper oh um, she was the well she was like a, a B list model for a while and then she was a victim of an acid attack and then oh 20 minutes later yeah well I mean so we're I'm familiar the dark, with the dark bit now are we yeah so I'm familiar with Katie Piper and you know a fully convalesced state um, but the yeah, don't, don't. Like the fourth picture I, I got was this was kind of how I feel right now with this hate. <laughs> Jesus Christ, okay. Ah, oh, I mean, I've, I've proved myself a callous person. I person. <laughs> well, I've been catching up on the news, uh, just to take, okay. it, take it away from bus for a second. Oh, and uh, and so, uh, kind of inject with some fucking intellect here. Go on. Turns out Michael Jackson's a paedophile. Oh! Yeah. Pray tell more. This is. Yes, I've been watching the HBO documentary called Leaving Neverland. And yeah, it was it's it's definitely something that you um you you sort of come away from thinking, "Oh god." So, uh, enjoy that. What what was confusing though is you'd have these bits with these kids t- talking and you know, they'd say, you know, and then he he, he gave me this piece of jewelry and he told me he loved me and all this and it's very sad. And they 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 say it and they end their story, that you know, that bit and it it cuts away. And so you have you have this bit in this documentary. It's very weird where 
it'll be like a kid or a man who's telling this story of when he was a kid and then it'll cut and for the transition music it goes is it really that fucking on the nose (laughs) no it's a very it's a well-made thoughtful document it's nothing like that can you imagine if it was like that never 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 after never never land (laughs) <laughs> Tom Waits did the soundtrack. It was up in Riverland. Okay, uh, before the... Oh. Yeah, yeah. Before, before the break. Before, before the breakdown, I was trying to talk about my favourite line in the movie, which is, uh, obviously, they get, they get the, the people out the lift. The lift, like, fucking, you know, drops the thing. And fucking Keanu Reeves comes out of nowhere. And it's just like, will the mystery guest please sign in? And it's like, what, what on earth? What on earth is going on here? I mean, I presume I haven't looked it up. But I presume the screenwriter uh, is is quite quite foreign because it, it just like into, it would work into some kind of translation. I'm just not sure what translation it is. But like two seconds after that, right? Um, as it fucking Dumb and Dumber and fucking Keanu and fucking Bill and Ted are like still looking down the elevator shafts there, and it just cuts to a shot behind them over the shoulder, and they're both kind of like fucking balls to the wall grinding up, and they're both going back and forth. It's like, was that good for you? Was it good for you? Was it good? That was good for me. Was it good for you? It's like, what, what is going on here? I don't yeah. see how quite... Don't tell anyone I'll buy you a house. Off to never, yeah. never land. <laughs> but they are, they're like proper like grinding their fucking cocks up, and it's like, it's just, it's just... It just it seems inappropriate, and I, I don't see what the what the comedy angle quite was there. I don't, I don't know if it's just, just Yander Pond just fucking crowbarring it in, you know. There's, if you and there's, you can see a lot of the, the lines are ADR, and I, presumably it's because he's off at the side just going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's definitely. I, I know what you mean about it being a non-English speaker, but also it is a child because only a child would think that the subway is like three feet beneath the pavement. <laughs> Like, that's what Dennis Hopper's plan is in this film. I'm going to hollow out a part of the subway without anyone knowing that that goes up beneath this public trash can, and then when the police put the money in the trash can, I'll take the money. I see, at that point, I had already already fucking passed out, but I uh, I didn't actually like, pass out, like, but I you... couldn't take in any more information, but I'm not surprised that that's how that fucking shit went down in this movie. <laughs> it's a weird thing about... Dennis Hopper is this bomb expert, and they make all these, all these points about oh he's he's a brilliant bomb disposal guy who knows all the tricks of the trade and he can make any bomb. Like, well, why didn't you why didn't you fucking rob a bank then? That's what I would do if I was a bomb expert. I would I would blow up safes and stuff like that. I mean, I think using your fucking talents to basically say. Oh, I'm going to blow up these people if you don't give me money. That's a waste. It is a bit of a waste. He could have been a career criminal. But he could he have been a career criminal. Enough. It's it's way easier to go to, like, uh, I don't know, an industrial unit in the middle of the night and blow the fucking doors off it and run in and get all the money that's inside and get out than it is to threaten 30 people and get LAPD running around after you. On and the, can I just say, the- Dennis Hopper systematically going around and blowing stuff up and robbing that, that's a way better movie. <laughs> just indiscriminately you yeah. know without yeah, yeah. let or h- hindrance yeah it's not speed it's, kind of... it's it's while he was filming apocalypse now it's like a, it's an alternate take on the purge it's like for one day of the year one <laughs> man can make... let loose <laughs> <laughs> one man can commit any any crime any number of crimes for 24 hours and <laughs> <laughs> and Dennis Hopper spends like the, you know you only get it like once in your life but he spent his entire fucking life building this arsenal for this one fucking day and he takes down he takes down most of downtown LA like block by block you know he's, he's jetting across in the Harley each block he goes on goes goes up in fucking flames and he is he's having the fucking time of his life nothing like this movie yeah i swear to god in every every shot of dennis hopper if you look closely into the reflection of his eyes you can see like the fucking door <laughs> to the lot on the fucking soundstage that he's working he's got his he knows his exit fucking strategy every time they fucking yell cut on that lot because he's he is not happy to be there at all it's like it's like con air with john malkovich isn't it where you think good god yeah why like, but why not? Why not put Dennis Hopper as the main character? Like, he can. Why not he, put Dennis he, Hopper in Con Air <laughs> next week? Yeah, as as the plane, and they're all in Dennis Hopper. He's a massive guy. 
<laughs> but when it cuts, you know, cuts to Nicolas Cage and everyone on the, uh, you know, on on the Dennis Hopper, they 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 they, they do on the animation. Dennis so it's Hopper. like so, so from the Dennis Hopper. <laughs> so it's Con, it's Con Air, but it's also Osmosis Jones, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, yes, and William and like Shatner Dennis is Hopper Dennis Hopper's brain. <laughs> Dennis Hopper's getting into all these wild comedy hijinks because fucking, you know, Nicholas Cage is running running around tickling his innards and like, you know, Dennis Hopper's in a supermarket and he's like, and he's dropping his eggs on the floor and the fucking, you know, you hear the slide whistles and it's wacky, man. That's, you know, that's Con Air, right? That's right, yeah. There, are, <laughs> there is a huge scene in the supermarket in Con Air where Dennis Hopper is just shopping. <laughs> we see him tackle that list start to fucking finish he finds everything he needs he comes up he meets with a you know an unsavory clerk halfway through the shop who's convinced they don't have jalapenos but dennis hopper won't fucking t- take take this no for an answer he demands to see the fucking supervisor he takes he gets taken to customer services and they check the stock on the computer and they find they have two jars left in the back and he says i fucking told you i fucking knew it opening shot <laughs> Open, opening shot <laughs> fluorescent lights cold fridge units the hum Dennis Hopper alone in blue light looking at an egg he's looking at an egg he's he's moving it around in his hand he puts it back into the tray he picks up another one it's got a crack the first thing we hear from Dennis Hopper it's been three minutes since the movie started Dennis Hopper looks at this egg and he goes hmm. puts it back <laughs> This could also be the soundtrack. All right, you read that again. I'll just go. <laughs> He's looking at an egg. He's looking at an egg. He's looking at an egg. <laughs> egg, egg, egg. Egg in his hands. Egg in his hands. Egg, egg, egg in his egg. hands. <laughs> Children egg in, in his, his bed. Eggs. It's Michael Jackson. Children in his bed. Children in his bed. Children in his bed. Children in his it's bed. Michael Children in his Danger, bed. Macaulay. Danger. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to do the fucking competition. You should have reminded me. Oh yeah, that's going to play the music. Play the music. Oh god, do the music from from Millennium. That's it. That's the name of the TV show from Millionaire. The answer to last week's question was in fact bus. Was in fact kill yourself. Abdullah Rabadias McGowan of Brompton. The cum book and the half candle candle will be whizzing their way to you. They'd have to whiz, wouldn't sure. they? They have to. Okay, so so the, the the quote this week. See if you can guess what film this is from. Do I look normal to you? What film's that from? Hmm. Find out next week. Thank you, George and Damien, for the book that I legitimately won on your podcast and the candle. As you can tell, I am Scottish, so. That checks out. I have to. I, I would say I, I am going to. Uh, I am going to. You know, tip my hat to you because you made a lot of effort to make the uh, the the fiction that is the winner of the competition so believable. By the way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no is one it... for a second will think that this podcast has gypped them in the slightest. <laughs> Richard, Richard and Judy does. <laughs> there was the winner. Was there, Richard? There's an uprising, you know, the comments from now on is like, where's my cum book? He's not on uh, TV anymore, is he, Richard Madeley? No, he's dead. No. Yeah, he was in the Grenfell Tower, do you not remember? <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> I don't know, I don't, I don't keep up with Madeley fucking news, there's no Madeley watch in this house. Why would you ask me such a redundant, well not, not redundant, erroneous question? Well, I, I just think he's someone you should keep an eye on, really. Like, you're a fucking deadbeat. You watch your daytime TV. You don't fucking pretend otherwise, Damien. Fucking tell me what, where the fucking man is now. So I was in a, a very corporate hotel the other week, and I was in the hotel bar. Very corporate, sort of nice, clean, nothing remarkable, nothing bad. And in this completely unremarkable corporate hotel bar, they were playing Simply Red... Money's too tight to mention. <laughs> Money's too tight to mention. And it was like, what the fuck is this doing on here? This is so weird. And now I can't get 
it out of my head, but I've also mixed it up with the one where he's going, it could be me! Think of me! Money's too tight to mention. Could be me! So I've got this fucking simply red medley going on in my head with, with the voice of Moss from the It Crowd instead of simply red. Moss is for me! Oh, it could have been worse. It could have been Lighthouse Family. You could have been listening to Lifted over and over again. I don't know. I suppose if, if this all boils down to, you know, Moss singing it to you in your head, I don't think there are any kind of wrong answers here. No, I'm not. Is I'm this not... like a terrible affliction that is haunting your dreams? I don't... You didn't tell me what your personal feelings were on this. I, I mean, I understand that this is obviously your reality now. It's probably... I mean, look, luckily, because of my own prejudices, I'm not too... I'm not, it hasn't shaken me because I imagine that a ginger man who ties his hair into a ponytail, I imagine for him money would be too tight to mention. <laughs> well, definitely now. Probably. I don't think he has much of, much of a thriving, thriving career. I, did, I didn't imagine it was thriving then. Yeah, he's going on tour with R. Kelly, isn't he? Things be fine. Yeah, yes, well, yes, that's R. right, Kelly. Damien. Simply Red is going on tour with R. <laughs> Kelly. I let myself down there, I, yeah. I think. Yeah, they're supported by the Wurzels. <laughs> anyway while i was in this this bar uh big shout out to nick the bartender by the way who told me a fantastic story about getting drunk one day going home and drinking a entire bottle of water before going to bed only realizing after he'd finished the entire bottle that he'd just downed a bottle of vodka oh yeah i mean i i i don't understand how you make I don't, that mistake you'd no. well he was twatted i guess i guess you'd that's how really you'd twatted. have to be twatted yeah yeah so good on you that's awesome so and how does that story end i mean was this said it was this a surface yeah he's, <laughs> he's he just read up about it <laughs> i think i think the word he used or the phrase he used was cyclical vomiting oh. and uh, that cured him right up i mean i guess you know if he hadn't have vomited he'd be dead yeah that yeah. That, that was going to be some acute a whole bottle, bottle of vodka. <laughs> yep, he was going to choke on his vomit in his sleep, no doubt. I mean, sleep is, I suppose, a generous term. His body would have just crapped the fuck out. That's 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 comatose. It either he means he's just... living the high life and he's used to bottles of water that are made of glass, or he's living the low life and he's drinking vodka that comes in plastic bottles. <laughs> <laughs> he has to bring like an Evian bottle to this dodgy little corner shop and they go to the back and fill it up. Well, you remember when we, <laughs> we used to buy Tesco home brand vodka and whiskey and it was all, they were all in plastic bottles except for the, the I think it was the whiskey, which was in, which was in glass. And it's like, yeah, because whatever they put in it dissolves plastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that stuff was foul, but it was... You know, it, it was very reliable. Uh, yeah, so anyway, while I was at the um, that hotel as well, I, I learned two things about it which uh, were very interesting. One was that Steve Tyler visited eight years ago, and he was nice. And oh. the, other, the other one was, uh, so it, it was a hotel with a huge atrium in it, and they told me that, oh yeah, a few years ago we, we decided to move the reception to under here because people were getting hurt when people would jump off from the 21st floor and like hit the receptionist on their way down so, sorry excuse, they would they would jump off the building so people would, would they have this huge atrium and the yeah. reception the reception is kind of tucked away under an alcove and the reason it's tucked away under an alcove is in the past it was out in the open and and they had to move it because it was hazardous for receptionists because they were in the line of fire for people jumping off the 21st floor to kill themselves good lord yeah Fuck it, I'll find them. I'd be so annoyed if, if I knew someone and that's how they died. They died by being hit by someone else. Yeah, that would be a bit of a shit sandwich, I would say. Yeah, and and, 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 and is it murder? Oh, I suppose it, so, but who are you going to write up for it? Okay, but, but how about this then? If you're stood on the 21st floor and you blow your brains out and you fall back and you, your dead body hits the person on the floor, is that murder? Because you're... Really, it's just your dead body. It wasn't your. Yeah, but I, I feel like yeah. you should be. You should understand the risks of doing it in a place where obviously your body is going to plummet to, plummet to the earth. I mean, if you're going to do suicide by fucking blunderbuss, it should you can do it that in the privacy of your own home. You don't have to go to a rooftop. Right. So no, I think you know they're looking for collateral damage, so they can go fuck themselves. As far as I'm concerned, 
they can go rightfully fuck themselves, those bellends. I sort of agree. <laughs> I mean, that, that is what it's about. It's about, well, you know, notice me while I die, I guess. I suppose so. Fuck, you know. I mean, so, so I like the fact that they, what they do is they create an alcove rather than put up a fence on the fucking roof. It's like, you know, you're still free, free to... It's not on the roof. It's, it's, <laughs> it's on the... It, it's like an atrium, so it's got, you know, balconies overlooking. Right, okay. I still feel like that could, you know, you could do something to kind of enclose that space so people can't, you know, make the leap. But I, I guess these people, in, in some twisted way, are still respecting, you know, someone's right to end their own life, so... I just don't want collateral damage. So you're saying if they didn't have this atrium, if it was just walls, you'd be like, well, this hotel doesn't respect my right to take my own life, if that's my wish. <laughs> I'm going straight back to Brimington. <laughs> to jump off the 21st floor. Fascinating story. Yeah. If true. And I, I also <laughs> happened to uh, to witness a bit of a corporate event as well at this hotel. And uh, it was that was fascinating because I watched... These executives of this big hotel giving all these presentations in like their, their, I don't know what you'd call it, like a, a, a hall for rent. A, a yeah, ball, like a banqueting hall or something Banqueting like hall, that. yeah, a banqueting hall. They had, they had a banqueting hall in their own hotel where they were giving this presentation to these hotel employees. And this executive came out and said, well, as you know, this company got taken over last year, whenever it was. Uh, we got taken over by a much bigger company. So I know a lot of you are thinking about how our corporate culture is going to change, right? And it's the first time anyone said anything in front of the people listening and the people listening have actually gone quiet, right? right? Okay. People are interested. Everyone, you know, everyone's listening to him and you can tell, and he can obviously tell that this is important. And he says, well, you know, this establishment's been around for 25 years, blah, blah, blah. New company it has its own ideas, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, basically... It's not going to change at all. And then he just walks off. <laughs> and it was just bizarre. It was fucking bizarre. Because, yeah, so, of course it's not going to change at all. And what, like, what company have you worked for where you're like, this is different? <laughs> oh, this is different, isn't it? Yeah, the culture here is so different. All right, we just take it over to come. The first thing we want to do is we want to put our own personalised wallpapers everywhere. <laughs> yes, and they will Pink. be bananas and they will be in pyjamas. Mm. <laughs> and they will be coming down those stairs. I'm <laughs> coming everywhere, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be coming in pairs. Yep. Yeah. And that and that's why you need a bumper clot on standby. <laughs> those bananas were generous and you know, responsive lovers. <laughs> Always coming in pairs. Because they know that you can get two aids. Oh. <laughs> they go for a record. They reckon <laughs> if they swap it back and forth, it counts as fresh AIDS. <laughs> I think we should try and win and do a record. <laughs> yeah, lot the AIDS one, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. Well, like, how much AIDS can Damien get? I don't know. What, what... <laughs> Send loads of syringes to his wife. What record do you think we could do? What record do you think you could do, Damien? Burgers flipped in an hour? I serve burgers that essentially just have, you know, the burger kind of like falls apart. I serve mints in a burger with no kind of molecular cohesion at all. No, I won't be doing that. Fuck that. Right. Fuck that right off. Right, right, right. I mean, maybe we could stick something up your ass. I might see if I can like do like was it the 30 second level of chips challenge in the shortest amount of time. Which one's that? Is that is that the one That's on the, the ice? One no, that's the one where it's just chips and one of those big fucking, big-ass mouth, scary that's, motherfuckers. That, that's level seven, dude. That's easy. Yeah, I know. I just, I'm not going to say it's like a, you know, it's but, a... But, it's but a you, have to, you, have, to yeah, you have to get every chip. You have to get every chip, you have to get every chip, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I don't want any hotkeys. That has to be one of the conditions. I have to be able to fucking tap, 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 tap on that keyboard. What, what do you mean by hotkeys? Hockey is if you just like hold something down and it'll just you know it'll put you know repeated input in at an incredible fucking speed. Right. Th or is that a sticky key? I don't know. It's one or the other. But I you're mean, saying you don't want that. You want tap tap tap. No no no. What? It has to be manually operated. But yeah, but you could use the mouse. Chips challenge let you use the mouse as well. All right. I'm setting the parameters here. I'm saying the fucking keyboard. Well, right? you could be the only person who's ever beat chip challenge with a chips challenge with a mouse. Yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, I never used to play with a mouse. The mouse yeah. can fuck off. That, it can that fuck always invite. You just click on something and then he walks right into a fucking mind, the idiot. Yeah, what fucking... What, what bellend? There was no <laughs> what reason... What bellend? Like, it's like, he would always go for a fucking swim when he didn't have the flippers, right? If 
will convince me of the inherent value of a timeshare in Binghamton, if it isn't time for your horoscope. Aries, March 21st to April 19th. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Aries, but you're in a bit of a pickle. Though the cause of your predicament remains unclear, the facts are inescapable. Willem Dafoe has taken an unhealthy interest in you. Soon it will become evident that he has begun to track you. You will catch but brief glimpses of him at first as he darts lightning fast behind a car and or hedge to avoid detection. You may also see the glint of faint light of his teeth as he stands motionless in the pitch black of night at the end of your driveway. You must deal with this issue promptly. It's no time for dillying and or dallying. Unlike tax evasion or skipping out on a wife and child you no longer love to start a new life in Reno, this situation is very, very serious. It cannot be remedied by simply changing your name and social security number, buying a used car with a deceptive amount of trunk space and coming to an agreement with a man named Leon. Know this, no matter where you run, no matter where you hide, the Willem will find you. No, this must be dealt with in short order. Luckily for you, the solution is quick, easy, and as cheap as chips. Eat chips, or crisps, for the continental listener. Morning, noon, and night, be sure to always be within arm's reach of some form of crisp, be it potato, corn, and or the dreaded kale. Scientists have determined that the crunchier the chip, the better its deterrent qualities. It is unclear why the Willem detests the rhythmic maturation of tooth on baked, fried, salty snacks. All we know is that it works. Some preliminary studies also indicate that playing the mid-80s pop classic Come On Eileen in reverse and on repeat can prove quite effective at keeping a Willem at bay. Sadly, there is no known way of driving the Willem away permanently, so this is how you live now. I'm afraid that neither the stars nor science offer any guidance with regards to how to deal with the Jeremy Irons that keeps killing deer on your property, eating only the horns, and chasing geese around your backyard whilst in possession of the hardest direction known to man. But don't despair. We are working on the problem and should have something for you by the end of the year. Your lucky number this week is 9.99. That's a flat 10 if you pay in cash. Your lucky locale is Pie Town, New Mexico, home of the Pie Town Pie Festival. And your lucky time is now. Then, that was it. Did you enjoy it as much as I did? Well, my little goslings, it's that time again. It's time to say goodbye and good fuck. Everything I bite stays with me a long time. I, um, I came up with an idea while I was watching Captain Marvel. And you know that one of the comfiest places you've ever slept is the closed lid of the toilet. Right? Yeah, okay. You, you know, with your face on it. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, if you get toilet carpet, you know, for the top, you can make it extra comfy. Yeah, I've seen those. They, right. they, yeah, I think they exist. Yeah. Now we agree they they exist, and you can you can put your face on them. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Imagine how much money you would save if that was your bedroom. No, I I, I, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I don't necessarily. I don't 100 agree. What I think we could do, however, is we could have a toilet plumbed closer to the floor, is um so that the lid with its you know fancy floor carpet you know, the shag on top of the toilet lid um will be the sort of a standard pillow height so you could light it as you would do a bed but your pillow wouldn't would be in fact your toilet seat yeah. what it would would require is that when you you, you do your uh, your necessaries when you sit down the toilet you'll have to uh, you'll have to sit with your li- legs straight up straight out in front of you right um well, that, that sounds com- that sounds good that sounds comfortable it you, does know, you, want, sound- you want leg room Yes, I'm just, I'm, I'm just concerned that you know, without the squat, the kind of pressure that would put my back. I'm worried if I could pro- pro- adequately part my cheeks if I were to, um, 
if I put my legs out like that. And it might might, it might require more. I mean, what I save in terms of floor space um, and, you know, the, the rent therein um, might come back to bite me in the ass, if you pardon the pun, in additional toilet paper. Because not only am I wiping the hole, but probably the, the size of the cheeks now as well. Right, yeah. But well, I mean, like, yeah. kind of more, you know, more intuitively, really, yeah. If, um, I'm only spitballing here. To tell me what you think. Am I? Am I? Am I overanalyzing this, or, or could we do? You know, the, you know. You obviously think we can do it, but I think I mean, I'm, I'm reading guess, too much into this. I guess the you know the tradition the traditional one is sleeping in the bath, right? You know, yeah, it's a bit, yeah, a bit yeah, of a okay. cliche, and it's kind of yeah. But you can't do. shit in the bath. You so. can't shit in the bath. Well, you can if you stamp it down the the drain. Okay. But but who has a bath? Who has a bath these days? And it's very difficult to sleep in the shower. Stood up. Um. I mean, you know, another another solution would be a hammock <laughs> in the bathroom. Hole <laughs> for example, outside. you just cut a nice hole for shitting out. Well, no, no, but <laughs> well, like a hammock, a hammock with a flap in it. You're saying not like, even a flat. You just like cut a out a flat. Then so, that's so where your ass sits, and you it's just basically let. like long johns, but in hammock form. And <laughs> and you open you open the the, the hatch. On the flat, on the, on the fucking, on the hammock, and you you poke out your big hairy ass, and you drop some shit onto yeah, where you're like, going to jump onto in the next morning, having forgotten that you did that. It's perfect. Well, no, if you're smart, you swing left to right, and you clear right. the fucking shit. Maybe yeah, but then you've got to get the timing right. Then you've got to get the fucking. Then you've got to get the timing right, haven't you? Then you got if you're swinging, you've got to get the timing right because you don't want. Like to drop the sh the first turd, the f you know, on the uh, as you're swinging to the left, and then drop the second one on the right. You want it all in the one place. I mean, I right, I ideally, you'd be on some sort of cliff edge with this. Maybe maybe you just have one hammock for shitting. Like, where are you going? I'm going to go to the shit hammock. All right. So perhaps, like you know, rather than like an apartment block, which is going to go, you know, barrels right up into the sky. Actually, living quarters, you know, are kind of spread out across things. We have all these hammocks, right? They're all, like, partitioned with brick walls and stuff, but there is, like, a communal latrine. So people have it, you know, that are under, kind of, ad are advised that when they do their necessaries that they swing, I presume, in my mind, I'm seeing the tr you know, this latrine to the right. Mm, so right, right, to, right, right, right. I actually saw it to the left, but, but fair enough, you know. Each I mean, to the right. I mean, is your, what, what's so good about the system that we live in is, you know, you can have a different, I mean, you're wrong. You are wrong. Okay. It should be to the left, but dickhead. I, I, I feel like, you know, health and safety would do well to kind of, you know, issue like, um, you know, a, 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 I'm not sort of a plaque, but a, a poster with, you know, with all the, in, the intended operational parameters of this hammock if, to get the, the, the best out of it. Otherwise, I think, um, you know, you, you, like you, can, you can get like um, your polyvinyl gloves for like food, well, any kind of like, you know, engineer some for the feet, mm. you know, mm -hmm. that you put on the night before. Well, some, some foot hammocks. No, 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 like poly polyvinyl gloves, but like for feet. I mean, you've got to get like a regular would they, glove on the would they have, would they, so would they have? Would they have toes then? What are you talking I about? Mean, would, it be, would it be like one of those weird toe shoes? I, I, I'm going to say no. I mean, with the powdered variety, yes, um, because obviously that's not going to cause a lot of problems. But some people have allergies to that, so there's going to have to be a powderless variety. And I feel like... The trying to get those on your feet and particularly into the toes will cause too much distress and probably damage to the product themselves to be, you know, economically viable. So, no, I think maybe like a polyvinyl sock. Right, right. Like a Gore-Tex sock. They, they exist. Uh, okay, yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's a very good point. All right, so this is yeah. already becoming a yeah. reality. This is, this is doable. One this, is do, this is doable, yeah. But the thing about Gore-Tex socks is they make your feet sweat. There's nowhere for the sweat to go. Well, I mean, I suppose that would that would be the trade-off. Um, if right. you were to wear these, all, I mean, I would I would recommend putting them on the night before as you go to bed, but obviously it doesn't let the skin breathe. Um, if you're if people are content with very pruned feet, I I, I think that that you know that this is an adequate solution. So, I don't so think it's for everybody. I don't think uh, people are, they 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 clear the shit fine, but I don't. He, I guess these people are also going to need a certain t type of towel to dry their dry the copious amounts of sweat that will have um, accumulated um, on the surface of their feet. Yeah, but they can't use the towel because they can't take the shoes off because the floor is covered in shit. Well, no, what they, they don't stay in the fucking bedroom. They clear the bedroom, right? Cause, cause uh, for some reason, I had the idea that this was in a jungle now, for some reason. No, and no, that, no, no. This, and this that is our, in... our idea of, like, if you're 
if you're if you've not got a lot of money, just sell everything and get a hammock, and then you've got a bedroom and a toilet in one. What more could you want? No, this is obviously in the Greater London area. I mean, right. where else would they be able to afford such technology? I mean, I suppose the only place they could get a, a hammock is from the hammock district in Croydon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hammock town. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, no, so yeah, obviously not in the fucking bedroom. No, I, I, what I was envisioning, so you've got quite small confined living quarters, but obviously you've made the trade-off. You don't need that space, but there is kind of like what, like a, a shit airlock between that and like, presumably there's, you know, there's a small quarters for like, you know, cupboards, clothes, you know, all your other shits and bits. Um, yeah, so the, you go into this small airlock, it's kind well, of you like- you say as well, every time you say shit, you mean literally shit. Oh yeah, 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 literally shit. It's like it's like that guy on YouTube who makes. Have you seen that guy who makes um, houses out of mud, and he makes like a kill. Uh, he'll make a kiln, and then with the kiln, he'll make uh, a tool, and with the tool, he'll make a computer. And with the computer, he'll get loads of cryptocurrency. It's, e it's Elon Musk. <laughs> um, have you seen that guy who d who makes all those tools? And yeah, stuff? I've, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, it's yeah, he, fascinating. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, He's one of those YouTube channels I would I would recommend in a heartbeat, but I can't remember his name. Uh, but uh, <laughs> man yeah, makes shit with tools. Man, man, man makes stuff with tools. Yeah, he's got millions of views. You'll find him. And uh, it's just that, is it? But just with like compacted shit. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose you know. You, I mean, he has proved that you know if you compact it and bake it in the sun, it's as good as any brick. Uh, all it needs is a bench and like a small like kind of like pan that's kind of sluice off the shit from these powdered gloves and somewhere to you know a small bin to dispose of the uh, socks from so we're basically putting a, a, a prospective budget together for this uh plan i mean how I much do you think we can get from be... kickstarter <laughs> 32 <laughs> should i do it should i do an indiegogo so that if i don't raise the money i can still keep it <laughs> and still make my house of shit. <laughs> I have been collecting my own fecal matter for the last five years. I have enough to make a small tool shed. <laughs> Thanks for fulfilling my desires and wishes. If you give me an extra five grand, we can do an even bigger hammock. I don't need any money for the actual tools. I just need money for time off work. I just, just need money for money. I mean, I'm sorry. I, what we're doing, just to clarify... I, I seem to have in my head that we're trying to develop a, a sort of easing solution for poverty without compromising your lifestyle. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, you can have a little, like, telly on the wall. Yeah. You know. Exactly, yeah. yeah. A little I mean, ele yeah. electric radiator. You, you don't need that. They probably have a phone. You know, they watch stuff on the phone. If you have it on the wall, it, it gives it a, a more of a degree of class. I think you've tried, you made a bit more effort, and I think they would they would respect that. So what do you think? I mean, would, in my head, would, or how would they charge the phone? Low level, like smart TV. So it's got USB ports, right? right, right we can right. even it'd be we could easily like create a mold for like a cradle for the phone, mm -hmm. and we could just plumb a little bit of this uh, shit lock shit in. Mm -hmm. We could bake that, right? That's another cost we, you know, mm -hmm. that we've we've cut. It's a perfectly adequate solution. It's you know, it's as hard as concrete, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know, it will work. Well, yeah. listen, the the vision I've got for this this sophisticated <laughs> sort of ec economical house is just it, it. So far, it's just an alley in Greater London with, uh, with tarpaulin. With well, we didn't mention tarpaulin, but okay, we can talk about the roofing situation in a minute. I mean, maybe you could develop an attic or something. No, I'm talking about a hammock. Right, okay. <laughs> the hammock, the hammock. The hammock. hammock. Okay, uh, with yeah, well, with a hammock and a latrine to the left or right, anyone's guess. <laughs> I'm guessing what that'd be about fifty grand. Yeah, that's not too bad. It's important that the, the ground be at a slight incline, so, so know, that if the, they the do miss, there the will be rolls. Yeah, they'll have to sluice off any kind of mistakes they make. I don't know. They, I mean, if you if if the the floor is concrete, you could just give them a brush and wait until it rains. Because we haven't included a bath at this point, anything to kind of wash themselves down with. Well, we have everything in the one room. All right, so we have to do tarpaulin for the hammock because it's, you know, we need a waterproof material. So the hammock is the bath. That's the beauty of this thing. The hammock is the bath, is the toilet, is the kitchen. The hammock. Yeah. The hammock is the key. The hammock is the key. Well, didn't we say we were going to we were gonna drill a nice big hole in this hammock for the fucking arse to sit? So you could, like, like well, fire at will, basically. I mean, I mean, I don't know what material you think it's made out of if you think we're going to drill a hole. 
Top baller, you know. It's just uh, basically we like I, I'm now anticipating that I'm going to get there. For some reason, I still think it's jungle. Maybe it's just like a bit of Ealing overgrowth. And I, for some reason, I've just got this image of of basically, it, it's you and me and Ray Mears, and you've said, "Don't worry, lads, I'll sort out the sleeping situation." We cut through the jungle. We get there to base camp, and you've basically got three coffins in the in the fucking trees. Like, this is a hammock. It's a hammock made out of wood. <laughs> I got bedpans, lads. Come on. I'd so sleep in a coffin more than a hammock. You know, a hammock's got to be bad for your back. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've seen coffins. They're quite plush. I imagine. I've they, seen coffins. The, Have you seen coffins? Yeah, I've seen coffins. And the, the, yeah, they're very. Yeah. There's a lot of plush lining. Um, I imagine that's that provides quite a lot of lumbar support. I mean, quite unnecessarily, but you know, for the living, if we were to kind of you know acquire this and um I, I think it would be quite beneficial actually you know well yes it's not i i mean have you have you thought about your 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 dining arrangements damien i've got it all down for me <laughs> i know i know exactly how dining, I, how I'm arrangements. <laughs> dining arrangements dining yeah your dying arrangements do you know how, how do you know how you want to do it what die how you want to die i mean no mm. I, I, I've, yeah. I've been kind of a bit a little bit too laissez-faire i've got to be honest i i have it planned out i'm gonna be a shriveled old man and even though I, I clearly have male pattern, pattern baldness, I'm going to grow out all the hair I can on my hair as long as possible. Okay. You know, grey and straggly and everything. I'm going to have long fingernails and everything. But I'm going to smell all right because it's just a look. Because it's only in it's like really five years' time. So, you know, your body <laughs> yeah. isn't actually rotting on the inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's just a look. And, and, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a big deal about dying and everything. And then I'm going to... Have all my family around me, apart from my estranged son, probably the youngest one, might be called Pierre. And I'll say, uh, I don't want him here, I don't want him here. And then when I know I'm going to die, I'll call for him. And he's the only person I'll talk to, right? So there'll be this big mystery about it. And I'll get my son, who I, my estranged son, whichever one it is, hopefully the youngest one. And he'll come and he'll see me just as I'm about to die. And everyone will be like, oh God, what's he going to say to Pierre? And I'll, I'll bring him closer and I'll go, Pierre! Always brush your hair, and then I'll die. Okay. Well, that, um, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed, right? Because that's that's not you. You were talking about how you would die, and I I, I guess it's kind of down to oh, semantics. Okay. That's and then I would so die from all that AIDS. <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't talk, talk about the cause of death. But what what organ failed at that point? <laughs> um, uh, uh, mesotarsal. And <laughs> <laughs> a problem with my ankles. Okay, seems legit. Seems legit. Okay. I know how you're going to die. You're going to die of a fucking massive heart attack. Yeah, I think so too. I think it might might be, yeah, multiple organ failure. It'd be like, yeah, his heart and liver failed out. <laughs> his heart and liver failed. He just wanted to die. <laughs> this is like in three months. <laughs> it's like, it seemed, we, we can't, it was otherwise a healthy body for his age. We can't see any reason. This like, I don't know. There was just no will to be alive anymore. <laughs> he willed his own heart to burst. I think if you stay in cooking, then you'll die in your 50s of, of, well, yeah, of stress, essentially. But I think if you don't stay in cooking and you do something else, I think that you'll, in a, in a terrible twist of fate, you'll die in some sort of, like, cooking-related accident. <laughs> I put frozen chips in a deep fryer at home. I think it'll definitely inv involve fromage of some sort. <laughs> fromage? <laughs> Because I become a geneticist like you, in my spare time. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, you know, you know, we're we're hanging out, we're watching the Twilight show at four o'clock in the morning, we're pissed out of our minds, and you go to, you know, get us some more charcuterie from the fridge, and then you just there's just like fucking loads of fromage and we've written on the on the side because we're funny. Stuff, the stuff, and you're looking in it and you just like fall in it. And you just do you do not have the motivation to get your face out of this fromage. And you just, it's just it's basically suicide. It's suicide. It, it, it's sort of like he didn't really decide to kill himself. It's just like he fell into this fromage. He was suffocating on the fromage. And he decided, okay, well, I'll just take this opportunity and die. And I'll come in and I'll be like, oh, fuck. And I'll know immediately because you'll have shit yourself. 
And they'd be like, I, yeah. Oh, so you don't shit. witness this at all. That's not how I saw it at all. I, I imagine, right, when we, it was going to be like a, a can of like squeeze cheese, right? It's not fromage. We wrote fromage on it to class it up because we're watching Frasier and we can't just have fucking like, either like Swiss or American like plastic fucking cheese coming Blech. out of a can. No we, no, we have to kind of give it its, you know, pay it its dues. Oh, sorry, Damien, just to interrupt you, just to interrupt you. Cheese wise, the plastic cheese you can trust. <laughs> and um, no, I imagine it's yeah, it's 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 not regular squeeze cheese. Like we managed to find, yeah, you know, like whipped cheese. It's like it's it's a can of like compressed air and cheese. I imagine Ooh, double whipped cheese. And of course, yes, we're naturally shit faced on Merlot. <laughs> And uh, yes, it's yes. like George. I mean, it's spelled Merlot without the T. <laughs> Merlot. <laughs> Two R's and a U. <laughs> it's from the gas station where we just have to call it Merle. And I'm like, George, check this shit out, yo. And I'm like, goodness, Damien. <laughs> what? What? Can in my mouth as I'm trying to light a cigarette at the same time, ignite the can, and there's no yeah, head I, left above the shoulders. There's no yeah, I, physical yeah. matter at all. I'm, to I'm totally seeing that as well. And the only way I could describe it to the police is, for some reason, I turned to Damien after he said, watch this, and he had a can of, of gas in his mouth, and he lit it, and his head blew up. And I've no idea if it was a mistake. I've no idea if it wasn't a mistake, what the fuck he thought he was doing. I don't know, officer. I am very drunk and covered in blood. If it makes you feel any better, he was too. <laughs> he made a lot of eye contact. If that if that helps. What the policeman? <laughs> no, me. As I as I as I commit the act. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I imagine it full on eye contact. I mean, it's a complete accident. <laughs> I like if it's if it's left ambiguous. You don't know if I was doing it. You know, if I was going for it or not. Some, peop been some people you can just tell that they're going to die in a sort of, I don't know, they're not they're going to die in a, a particular way, but they just seem like they're going to die. We do not kill kids. <laughs> Shimon, come on. Shimon. My tits. <laughs> that was this infamous laugh, no? I got that fucking damn pat. That's the only good impression <laughs> I can do. If Michael Jackson had Amadeus's laugh. That would have made him far more interior. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you going to say something about the new Aladdin trailer? You said you've seen it. I just noticed it was there. I'll sink my teeth into it in a bit and I'll have something to say at a later date. I mean, I want kind of like, yeah. you know, if we're going to, we talked about obviously going to see it and do an actual movie review on this program, but I want kind of like, Weekly updates up until that point. I'm going to really fucking ramp up the fucking suspense with this motherfucker. Do you think we should make season three just Aladdin watch? And like <laughs> build, build it up that we're going to review Aladdin and then we just like forget about it. Yeah, right. Why not? Well, uh, it sounds like effort, actually. Fuck that. I think what they, what they should have done is whoever plays Aladdin, every time the genie's mentioned, it should have been a close up on Aladdin's face, sort of biting his lip and furrowing his brow with this violin music coming and you net there's no genie it, you know the genie in this aladdin is dead and people miss him <laughs> it's like a completely different camera as well it's like it's just weird, oh, yeah, like 35 yeah. mil from yeah. like the 60s so it's a completely different quality and grain of film yeah you no know? it's like a, it's like a 70 mil it's like meant for just that one scene is meant for imax you can count the fucking follicles on his cheek it's disgusting yeah. It's disgusting. You can yeah. see the peach fuzz. You know, like, makeup definitely dropped the fucking ball. Yes, yeah, because it is actually a... Uh, it, it's actually Tony Shalhoub playing a much younger man. It doesn't work at all. <laughs> He's suspiciously in a wheelchair for most of it, which is, you know... Which is very harrowing for the, you know, the re for the rest of the characters. Very harrowing for the rest of the narrative because such technology was seen as, you know, for lack of a better term, witchcraft. They didn't have it. It, it, it wasn't a thing. Now I'm imagining <laughs> Lloyd Grossman's voice saying, "The decision to cast Tony Shalhoub as a young Arab man was misguided." <laughs> to cast Tony Shalhoub as a time-traveling detective with OCD who finds himself in the land of Arabia <laughs> looking for his dead wife. <laughs> and all he finds is a giant blue Will Smith. 
he's giant. He's well, what wasn't really made clear in the fucking trailer. Is like he's like seven feet tall. Foot tall. He's two hundred feet tall. <laughs> the fucking set piece of the movie is Tony Shalhoub leading the charge to fire these enormous harpoons into Will Smith's fucking neck to try and bring him down. So he stops ruining all the fucking crops. He's a menace. Yeah, he's, he's a, a menace. menace yeah. To I mean, the society, particularly but, the you know, by virtue, even if he, even if he's trying not to be a menace, I mean, he just eats so much, and he lays down, and he just destroys whatever he lays on. It's, it's sort of inescapable. He needs, <laughs> he needs to be, you know, isolated. He needs an island of, of, of his own, you know. So is Will Smith still a genie at this point, or is he something akin to some kind of like uh, blue dude? Like, cause, cause, yeah. No, I'm thinking like a farm animal at this point. <laughs> Talking about he's like really going for the crops. It's like... Yeah, everybody, it's your favourite David Disney film with Will Smith as Donkey. <laughs> a giant donkey. <laughs> a fucking titan of a donkey. It's not it's not not a cartoon donkey. It's a real donkey. It looks sad. We just put a it's got sores on its mask. back. It's terrible. A papier mache mask of Will Smith's head. We let it have let it have his ears out. We're not fucking monsters, all right? Yeah, but it's an enormous papier mache head. I mean, it's just it's like Frank Slidebottom, but it's Will Smith. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's Will Smith's head. It's Will Smith's head, but it's Frank Slidebottom's voice. Frank Sidebottom, I love that. It's not like a crude mask like Frank Sidebottom. It's like anatomically very correct. Frank Sidebottom, we sort of talk like that. Uh, So uh, before I forget, I'm going to do the competition again. What movie is this line from? It's the same movie. I'm so happy he had so many children to play with. I I can do a more genuine read of the second one if you want. Dance, my puppet, dance. I'm so happy he had so many children to play with, Havana Havana. That's what he says. He's Austrian. They they say that. Do you know what film it's from? No. Okay. Well, it's the film we're watching next week. Oh, for for next week. I'll tell you what it is. Okay. All right. What now? On air? That would that would defeat the purpose. Well, what do people win? Shit. What do people win? Uh, what what they uh, all right? So I'm gonna nix on what I said last last week. Um, they're not getting the cumbook. They're getting a page from the cumbook. Okay. All right, and this week they can they can win another page of the cumbook until the cumbook is gone. Okay, I mean that's that's potentially hundreds of episodes, and I think we're looking at you know. <laughs> no at man, it's only like forty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? only, yeah, this is not a big book. You bought a cum, cum pamphlet <laughs> for fifteen quid, no less. I mean, you'd think it would be quite a big book because you can essentially add cum to anything. Yeah, I mean, this guy didn't really think big enough, if you ask me. There's no uh, level you know, of pond. appropriate, is there? It's it's not like, well, that watermelon isn't appropriate here. I mean, if you're going to add cums or something. I mean, he's been coming on oysters, you know. You may as well just fucking jizz on someone's fruit as well. I'm sorry, I've just found out that um, Alfonso Ribeiro's grandfather was called Lord Hummingbird. All right, thanks very much for watching, listening, whatever. Yeah, thank you very much. We'll be back See in two next weeks. Time. Yes, next time. That sounds too fucking begrudging. This is the highlight of your day. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, this day, Damien, all right? Yeah, I've yeah. Got other... <laughs> Tomorrow's going to be better. Yes, yeah, the, the day of the lightning caffeine shit. <laughs> Why does that up your system? You're going to feel ten years younger, my friend. <laughs> You've got to get those toxins out of your system. <laughs> then gather them up into a big bag. Yeah, you're good to get Blanket. <laughs> Blanket if you have it. Take it to the post office. <laughs> and send, send it to your representative. All right. House of Commons. Excuse me, can you vacate the premises, please? And take that fucking blanket with you. It's not a blanket, it's a knapsack. It's not a blanket, it's, it's a knapsack. That is a mistake. <laughs> it's not a blanket, it's a toothbrush. It's not a turban, Your Honour. It is a tartan sheet that I use to take to the park with me when I want to get drunk in public. <laughs> Thank you very much. Is that such a crime? No. All right. Thanks very much. Bye.